everybody. Welcome to episode two of Don't Make Me Come Back. They're a funny podcast about family. If you did it, if you made it to episode two, you're mm-hmm. killing it. Mm-hmm. You are killing it. Mm. I just big shout out to my wife and my mom and the people that I know. The only people that I confidently know have made it to episode two. <laughs> Each week here, we uh, talk to different funny people and people of interest about their life and family. Uh, that can mean all kinds of different things, all kinds of different topics. My name is Dustin. I'm a stand-up comedian with our producer here, Steven. Hey, what's up? And today... We have an episode that I would know absolutely nothing about if if not for two of my uh, two funny friends who sat down here, Zoltan Cassis and Chinadu Unaka, sitting down talking about their experience growing up with immigrant parents. Uh, Zoltan came over with his mom from Budapest, Hungary on the 4th of July. How about that story? <laughs> and Chinadu... Uh, his parents came over from Nigeria and uh, then had his, uh, him and his siblings here, so growing up with parents who were immigrants. It's a really funny episode. It's a really insightful, kind of brings you into to the life and experience. And you can follow both of them on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Chinedu Comedy, C-H-I-N-E-D-U Comedy, and Zoltan Comedy, Z-O-L-T-A-N Comedy. Nailed those names. Got them. And Got their em. Twitter handles. Uh, we recorded this at Lestat's Comedy Night, a weekly comedy show here in San Diego that I host, and they were both on that show. So make sure you guys check them out. Uh, before we get started each week, uh, I'm going to fill you guys in a little stuff going on in my life. Uh, I'm a dad, I am a husband. Uh, we are right now in the thick of Little League. I love Little League sports like baseball was the sport that i played the most growing up so it's the one that i put the most pressure on my kid to be good at (laughs) sports are so funny like because they like you like parents have great intentions yeah and putting them and then they get on their worst behavior definitely as soon as they it's real bad uh but my son, he uh, he's he's playing up a little bit, and he's small, anyways. And I was the same way, but he's playing up, and so he's going against like just some just man children, <laughs> just like kids that drove there to the game, <laughs> like kids that got like bags under their eyes because yeah. they were studying for their SATs. You know, <laughs> it's not even like you know they have the joke like they they don't have facial hair because they shave. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's this cat like. Uh, so he can be like a little timid and he was a little nervous particularly about hitting and for like all the preseason games he didn't swing the whole which is the easiest way to strike out yeah yeah that's (laughs) pretty important you're gonna strike out most times (laughs) and so we had this funny moment where we were like just working with him like i was like all right i gotta do it i gotta you know i gotta work with him i gotta do the dad thing i get the bucket of balls we're gonna go out to the field i'm gonna throw a bunch of pitches to him for like three or four days straight we went out and threw probably like 200 pitches each day which don't do that don't go from zero to 600 pitches (laughs) no arm for a week don't do that and it worked and i had this really funny moment as a dad because it worked and his first at bat he got a single off this big kid i was like that's great and his next one he roped a double i was like this is fantastic i was cheering i was standing up and then i looked out and i saw him dancing out on second base (laughs) like blowing kisses to the pitcher and i was like Fool, you you had not swung. He was O for life time <laughs> going to that game. And now, now he's Gary Gaetti. Yeah. <laughs> Just dancing his own little signature moves up there. All the teams yelling at him. He's clapping it up. His next at bat, he went up and he struck out on three pitches. I stood up clapping. <laughs> that was the Lord that struck you out. That was 
<laughs> that was bring him down. Him. So, anyways, well, I'm enjoying that. Uh, and again, we really thank you guys for tuning into the podcast here. Uh, if you want to follow us online, please do. We are at Don't Make Me Come Back There on Twitter and Instagram, and you can shoot us emails at Don't Make Me Come Back There at gmail.com. We really want you guys uh, to engage with us on there. Let us know content that you want to hear. Like I said, we are all things family. Uh, we want this to be something that you guys are really engaged with as a community and letting us know the things that you want to talk about and the things maybe some people that you want to hear about so with that said everybody please enjoy this conversation uh, with Zoltan Cassis and Chinadu Unaka thank you Zoltan Chinadu yeah. for being here thanks for thank doing you. the show did you guys yes. have a good time had Great a lot time. of fun. Yeah, yeah. A lot of fun. You worked at some new stuff, Sultan? Yeah, I told uh, some stories about Calgary, Jamaica, Mexico, and Vegas. And yeah. then I, that was it. That was... Most of those were on one cruise, right? Jamaica, Mexico. And then Vegas was uh, separate and Calgary was separate. We were talking earlier about how, like, Mexico doesn't, like, for their touristy things, they don't have real strict laws. No, no. I rented a scooter. I turned a $20 rental into a $500 credit card <laughs> charge. And, like, the thing is, I had never ridden a scooter, but I had done uh, uh, jet skis. Yeah. And usually there's in a the 20... In the States? Yeah, there's a... No, no, no. Out in some foreign country. <laughs> <laughs> Catalina Island. Uh, you know, those... Whatever. But, like, it was a 15-minute video, and then you had to, like, go around some cones or buoys. But and that's what I thought was the scooters. But no, some Mexican dude just gave me keys to a motorcycle, and I just started off in traffic. My first time on a scooter. Was there even like a bank of them, or was it just his no, scooter? No, he pulled it out of a, an alley, <laughs> and I started into the street. I didn't even have a loop around a parking lot. I'm right into traffic. Yeah. Dump trucks, uh, delivery trucks, taxis. Yeah. I'm right in there, and I don't know what. The I'm doing yeah. and sure enough I ended up crashing it and destroyed it Sheesh. <laughs> what are the odds yeah, when I did I was telling you earlier when I went to my wife and I had our honeymoon in Cancun uh, and I never so white of you. Yeah, it was, well, listen, I, I was I was a child. I was listen. No shame, no shame. Cancun is nice. Yeah, it was very Dustin. nice. It was very it's very nice. It's like of, when Michael Scott from the Office went to Sandals, Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were using all of our our like uh, you know high school Spanish vocab words. Me gusta. Well, because I was nineteen and twenty, so and she was twenty, so it was fresh. We knew it, it wasn't. Yeah. That long ago, oh, good. but we went out to these Mayan ruins, which were like a couple hours out of like the big city, yeah. and and they have like in the center of it this like big you know tower that you can climb up and everything. It's really steep, and there's an ambulance that sits at the bottom. And I was talking to the tour guide. I was like, how many? How many like people fall? And it's like, yeah, a couple a day. Wow, <laughs> Jesus. a couple a day. And then I asked him like, how many people die? And he's like, maybe one a month. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's like, I he couldn't was believe. Dead serious too. Huh? Yeah, that's the thing. There was no yeah. irony. He wasn't even joking. He was just relaying it like facts. And there's yeah. no version. No. Like one, if a guy died of one death a month on Space Mountain, like that's getting shut down. Yeah, know? it is. Right? <laughs> and not because they want to, just because the politics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it would make it more exciting. A roller coaster would be more exciting yeah. if like. Once a month, like a cart just flew off. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I would be like, "All right, let's yeah, let's go write this. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds legit." It has way more excitement <laughs> in that scenario. Uh, but great sets tonight too. Did you have fun? I had a lot, a lot of fun. Man. I love uh, love this place. The crowd is always juiced and ready to go. Yeah. What do you feed them before they come in? 
They're on like the. They're all on like decaf coffee. Is what it feels like. <laughs> nice. Like they all. This room is lovely. It's just this is fun room. And they just I don't listen. Know what it is. They listen. They're attentive. It's like a. It's like a crowd that has like a little bit more energy than a poetry slam. I know? agree. <laughs> I do feel like Langston Hughes up there. Yeah. I saw where they the card again. But I feel like that fits your vibe. You're pretty mellow up there. I am pretty mellow, man. It's really hard for me to have a lot of energy. I don't think I've. I've just... <laughs> I uh I I did a show this this is a relationship I've never told you this I did a show like a couple months ago at a room here in town and I was and I was closing and like I leaned up against the back wall and my wife was there and I was like very casual and I put like my foot up on the wall and I was just kind of Ooh, like mellow with okay, them okay I see you swag and well yeah. and I was like this is really you know my wife was like you look ridiculous dude. Like, you look, <laughs> that looked awful like you didn't look if you were trying I was like no 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 it works like I've never seen a comedian do it and I was like well this is Cat Chinadu uh, I did a weekend with him at Flappers Claremont and he did it every set and then she's like let me watch a clip and she's like he's so much cooler than you <laughs> look at that look at that tall dark handsome man who has man. style and confidence like I never planned plan those things yeah she's like, she said I, I was like get to the front of the stage like where you belong <laughs> I'm flat footed I'm just trying to rest I'm trying to rest my arches that's what that's all that is my arches be killing me you have a stage you have a stage wife that's like get your to the front of the yeah. stage. Yeah, that's hilarious. Plant both of your feet. Yeah, that stool is just for your water. Yeah, she sounded a little bit like a gymnastics coach mom. Like, sit yeah. up straight. Yeah. Like, you stick was, the landing yeah, yeah, fundamentals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you're not Schroeder. All right, sit up straight, Charlie Brown. No, uh, keep your mic in the stand. We're going yeah, yeah. old school. Put the mic on your mouth. All right. Yeah, it felt Stop a little bit like so beauty much. pageant scenario. So. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I'm so excited to have you both on the show, and I'm so excited to have you both do the podcast, uh, and our theme for this one uh, is, is exciting to talk to a couple guys who both grew up with uh, parents who immigrated to this country yeah. uh, and have unique uh, perspective, unique take. Both ended up in comedy for some weird reason, of which we'll get to. <laughs> Maybe that's directly related. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Uh, sure. But I wanted to introduce folks to you and hear you guys a little bit of story and uh, hear your perspective on some things. But first, I want to let's let's ask you can answer this each individually. When did your parents come to the states and why? What were the circumstances of your folks coming over? I just um, my parents that came. Like late seventies. This is before you were born. Before I was born. Okay, yeah. So yeah. you were born in the states. Born in the states, yeah. Um, Where were they coming from? Nigeria. Came from Nigeria. Uh, they just came really just for like opportunity. My dad, oldest brother, Ike, was living here. What's and your dad's so, name? Christian. Okay, Ike and Christian. Yeah, and my name is Chinadu. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Like, I could be Chris Jr., man. They had like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. But well, Ike was a popular name, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Maybe it didn't have the best connotation, right? To it. Tanner, yeah. Yeah. Right. But they gave you the most African name. Oh, for sure. It's, it's up there with the other ones. It's actually a very common name. What are your siblings' names? Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have four of us. It's four of us. So it's um, Ndidi, Ikenna, it's my big brother. Amaka, me, and then my little brothers, Nduka. All right, so they stayed on theme. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. And they all had nicknames. They stayed on brand. Except me. Yeah, I never got a nickname. Well, what, what Chin? Chi, what it would be what, Chin, I guess. Yeah. I didn't get that till like, college. Yeah. But at that time, I, I've been with Chin and do for so long. Where'd you go to college? Uh, UC Santa Barbara. Okay. Yeah. Was that, 
Were like was that like a bunch of like white guys that were really excited to have you as a friend? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh and I was excited to have them, man. <laughs> 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 you know, it was uh I went to a school that was pretty diverse. Like my mom, my dad when they came over, they were living in Compton for a while. When I was born, I was only there for like a couple years. Then okay. we lived in Linwood, then we moved to Harbor City. And Harbor okay. City is super diverse. Okay. I'm talking poor Rich folks, black, white, right. everything is there. My yeah. high school is like 20%, 20%, everything. Was oh, there. okay. If you look at the yearbook, it was like yeah. MLK's dream. Right? <laughs> so by the time you got to high school, it was normal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I felt like I was just used to every culture. Right. Um, but when I went to college, it was still a culture shock for me. Mm. Just because like, the school was so uh, predominantly white. And the outside of the school was so predominantly It wasn't that they were white, but it was like a different white folks that I right. wasn't used to, who wasn't used to seeing people like me. Right, absolutely. So, yeah, so there was like their faces. <laughs> like, I was like, maybe <laughs> it could be that my, my T-shirt was so long. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a much easier time than some of my other black friends who like went to a high school that was predominantly black right and never had met a white person probably for mm. a lot of them so so you're saying yeah. college was an easier yeah i was yeah. a bridge for right. both it was a yeah, it was a weird thing yeah. yeah i mean i mean that's like i was thinking about this with my kids earlier um like we go we have like in a pretty diverse mm-hmm. area so the idea like my daughter Gloria. Yeah, heads is rough. Yeah. yeah. Well, my daughter. Oh, we, we live on it's more La Mesa. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my my daughter's doing a um, like a report on like famous Americans that made contributions, and she chose Michelle Kwan. And I was like, isn't this amazing that her parents were born in Hong Kong? And she's like, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People come from other countries, and I was like, I grew up in an area that didn't happen. It wasn't predominantly right. white, but it was like it was all from that area. Right. Uh, right. So she's like, yeah, no, that, that that's where. That's where people come from. Some are from the country and some are from other countries, Dad. I was like, all right, don't spare me the lecture. She was just into her for her athletic accomplishments. Yeah, she's like, yeah. look at how many medals she won. That's what's yeah. impressive, Dad. And yeah. she's, she's, and you're like, but she's Asian. Yeah. And, you're like, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but yeah people, my yeah. children are much more woke than me, is what <laughs> I'm saying. And so much more so that I... I I can't say woke. Uh, <laughs> it comes out nice. Yeah, does it? It didn't <laughs> feel nice. It didn't feel nice. It yeah. came out like you were reading a blog about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> There's kids out here being woke. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the uh, so your parents came over late mm. 70s. Yeah. Put that anyway. Uncle Ike had already paved the way. Yeah. So he kind of like, you know, tested the waters. He kind of established himself a little bit. So my dad and mom came over. They had like a little assistance from him. Um, they went to a JC, Southwest mm-hmm. College. My dad was like. So they go to school right away. Yeah, they did. Yeah. My dad, he was like working three jobs. He was like a delivery pizza man. Then at night he would be a butcher. Then he would like be a janitor at this, this elementary school. He ended up teaching at a little bit. Um, so I was doing that. You know, my he went was, from janitor to teacher. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I know, that's right? Incredible. He was yeah. like, uh, "Heard is her position open?" <laughs> yeah, like, you finish the toilets? Yeah, was yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Was it like a was it like a Goodwill Hunting thing where they saw him drawing on one of the boards? Right, like, right, hey, right, right. He said, "Hey, you, did you, uh, did you solve that problem?" I figure him doing equations in Windex right. and then wiping it down, yeah. like in the codes he's doing it. Right. And people going like, "What are you doing?" I'm just cleaning the right, right. I'm just yeah. cleaning the glass. Did you saw that parabola yourself yeah. parabola that's a good word that's a solid word uh, and so then you and the siblings are born were any are you the oldest or no I'm second to youngest actually okay so were some of your siblings born in the states 
all of us was born in the states. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry, I meant to say yeah. so. All of them were born in the states. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the kind of was the what was kind of the state of their community when they moved? Was it like, hey, there's no hope here, or we just there's something better for us? Was it what was? Yeah, I don't think it was like there was no hope here because they have plans to go back and live there like my mom they still currently do yeah like yeah. my dad built a house in the village where he lives okay yeah so they're 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 gonna like he's actually leaving next week to stay there for three months oh okay so they're he retired this past october so okay. they're planning to do that what um, did he end up doing career-wise social worker both my social mom, mom and dad are both social both workers. your parents are social yeah. workers. wow yeah so they, they they taught a little bit um elementary school yeah and then they at moved the into schools social you were at or no no, I didn't go. Okay. No. <laughs> no. That would not work at all. You don't want Mr. Yeah. Unaka as your teacher. I know. I don't remember their years teaching, honestly. By the yeah. time I was of age where I could like start recalling things, right? they were both social workers already. So okay. they've always been social workers. What uh, kind of work do they do? Um, they pretty much, you know, I mean, they call it, I just hear them complain about paperwork and then they talk. Well, yeah, that's social work. Yeah. Yeah. I just hear like, um, my dad telling stories of like him going to houses and dogs being stuck on him. Right. <laughs> 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 He's like, I had to call the police department to to put a pit bull at me. <laughs> so I just hear those stories like upstairs that my mom and dad is discussing their day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, they worked hard, man. They used to, um, every opportunity to work overtime, they would take it. Right. You know, because they can just have plans for all of us to, um, you know, go to college. And... Right. So now you work 45 minutes a night. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing to get back. <laughs> yeah. I spend my time in, like, regular jobs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The grind is real, though. You right. Know? But, how, yeah. How do they reflect on those early years with you guys? With the, I mean, because they come to the country and they yeah. start having kids pretty quick. Yeah. How old's your, how long are they here before your oldest sibling is born? Not too late. long. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think maybe maybe like a year yeah. or something. Yeah. So they came here, they went to JC and started having kids. Yeah. Smart move. <laughs> Before you get deported, start planning them out. <laughs> you know, put them anchors down. They're there. not the only people in JC with some kids. That's for sure. Right. JC is like, it's people fresh out of high school yeah. and 40 year olds. Yep. That's what. That's what usually makes up the junior college environment. Yeah, but they, they definitely took advantage of it. You know, just everything that's, um, all the opportunity that's out here. You know, they worked their butts off. Yeah. Just kind of did things right, you know. That's yeah, beautiful, so, man. Yeah, get it worked out, you know. They're super strict because they want to make sure we didn't we didn't mess it up for them. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't go out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, any C minus, any C at all wasn't, wasn't going to happen. Unacceptable. Yeah, unacceptable. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. And then Zoltan, uh, so for you, it's yeah. just mom, right? That comes over. When and why? Uh, we moved. Uh, I so was you're, born, yeah, you came with. I was born in Budapest, and uh, I was so the only memory I have of Hungary, I lived with my grandmother and my mother, and we were on the streets in '89 when the communists moved out, which oh. was a big historic moment. You remember that? I remember that. I was two, <clears throat> but I don't remember. I guess what we. I just remember all the streets being empty. And a bunch of people on the sidewalks, and I was on the street with my mom and my uncle and a bunch of other family members. I guess what we were watching was the Russians move out their military vehicles. Right. I don't remember any of that. I just remember a guy with camouflage pants and a dog. (laughs) That's all I remember. I remember a really puffy, furry German shepherd. That's all I remember from that. But when I tell the story to my mom, she goes, yeah, we were watching the Russians move. But uh, So my mom ended up remarrying to this Hungarian-American, and that's what got us to go to she, Okay, so you came over with the stepdad. With the stepdad, who ended up being a real d- 
Yeah. And so, yeah, that he was a real – he, like, went on – he quit his job. He was, like, a uh, – I was about to say a scientist. Who are those people that, like, look into microscopes with a lab coat on? Sounds like scientists. Yeah, but, like – Lab not, scientists? Yeah, like a lab something. Mm-hmm. And, he, yeah, maybe a research. He was researching stuff. Uh, he got laid <laughs> off. <laughs> Who's the guy with the microscope? <laughs> Investigators? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, uh, I feel like no, we still need it. to figure that out. I was you know? four years old, all right? This was like a rough was this t- guy like, now. Was he like testing on mutants? Was this, he like, <laughs> in, the, in the seven he was a months, mad he made Weapon X is what he did. Right. <laughs> that marriage lasted for seven months, and I just remember one moment we went to go watch him at work, and he was like looking in a, he was in a lab coat, and he was looking into a microscope, and that's all I remember. He could have been an optometrist yeah. for all I know. No, he could have been. This could have been at the mall. He I don't remember. Trespassing. Yeah, he could have been a crazy person. <laughs> right. right. This person didn't even have a job. Just a lunatic in a yeah. white coat. Right. Yeah. Jake, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> why are we? Do, why are we doing this in a parking lot? Why? Right. Right. Didn't he have a lab somewhere? I, yeah. So it, that it didn't last long. He 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 got laid off and went on uh, like unemployment. And my mom was working at some factory in Pittsburgh. And uh, I had two evil stepsisters, like a Cinderella type thing. Oh my god! They were really mean to me. Older? Yeah, they were older. Yeah. They were like tweens, I Sheesh. guess. And they would, like, my mom would work late hours, and yeah. they would tell me, "You know, your mom's not coming back, right?" <laughs> uh, oh my and, god! And, so and like, they knew that I hated them. Yeah. And uh, like, yeah, she ain't coming back, dude. Uh, oh. And I was, I was just cry all the time. Oh my, my stepdad gosh. never was like, "They're lying." Oh. So I would just cry all the time until my mom came home. How old are you at this point? Four. Oh god. Nineteen. These people are horrible people. This is the that's saddest thing I've ever. Heard. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant this is this, funny. This was sad I, when I saw it in a car. Cartoon in Cinderella. This yeah, is a real the, person that yeah, this happened this, to. They did this to a four-year-old. They remained rude. A four-year-old so, Hungarian yeah, immigrant who just wanted his mom. He was a big mama's boy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, my mom. That marriage lasted seven months, and we were gonna move back home to Hungary and go. Well, that was f-ing it. But there was a big Hungarian community in Pittsburgh, and one of these parties that we went to, my mom met this rich Hungarian mm-hmm. lady that owned a business, like this cosmetology type business. And uh, that lady hired my mom to be a live-in housekeeper right. for her rich family and offered to sponsor us. So it was like a legal way for us to stay in the country. Oh, that's mm. amazing. So my yeah, mom no and kidding. I, yeah, it was, it was yeah. a lot of luck. And this is like, said party, you know, Parties don't pay off. Right. <laughs> Not to make it like political, but, you know, we, we talk about a lot about DACA and, yeah, and immigrants yeah, and yeah. stuff. And that's yeah. why I can never go against that stuff because like, oh, they're here illegally. And then they, they'll throw it in my face like, well, you came legally. I go, not really. Ish. There was some shady shit yeah. and a lot of luck. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, my mom never lets me forget like, dude, uh, our situation is so much better here than what we could have had in Hungary. Right. Because all of our family is Once still over there. Once the stepsisters were out, though. Yeah, those Before people that. Awful. You're like mm, communist hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, communist hungry. All all of our families over there and they're struggling. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we ended up settling in Pittsburgh and we lived there for a few years and that was interesting because I was like one of those English in a second ESL ESL kids. Right. Yeah. But in San Diego, there's a lot of kids in ESL. Oh, right. Yeah. Pittsburgh, it was me and an Asian kid named Simon, <laughs> and the classroom was the size of a closet. Oh man, uh, you guys learned a lot fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. A lot of attention. It was one teacher for the two right. of us. I, we Did spent one year, yeah, <laughs> one year in ESL, and then we were back into regular reading classes. Zelta, I'm helping somebody right now. <laughs> 
All right, be patient. It's it Simon. Two people in the class. You see me Help helping Simon together. right now. Right. I am helping. Simon. Asian kid with a bowl cut and suspenders. That's yeah. how I remembered Simon. Was there it's... like a curve on the test? <laughs> <laughs> is it test curve? <laughs> well, Simon aced it. So it is funny to think about there being like so he just blew normal it. classroom dynamics between two <laughs> students. Student. Well, you know, he's the teacher's pet. He's right. clear. That's hilarious. Class yeah. clown. Just one joke, and you're the class clown. Just take one joke, one corny <laughs> joke, and you're already the class clown. That's, uh, that's Sultan. Simon that's gets my career. They do most likely to, you know, be president. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they do. <laughs> it's just you it's guys also, over and over. He just missed all the awards. Simon was his. I was class kid. treasurer. It was a tough race. <laughs> Not but so Simon was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be racist. No. <laughs> It's not race statistics. <laughs> so though, aren't you in this scenario though? Like, yeah. what like what kind of school are you going to though? I'm living. This is so interesting. So I've actually had a great experience in the state. Well, we'll see if it's interesting. We'll no, be it is. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be the judge. Oh, yeah, I, I, I came off story. very NPR like. Right this is gonna be fascinating. It's very interesting. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. My voice is gonna sound very. Wet, well. <laughs> uh, very NPR. Uh, yeah. But th- so I went to. We lived in a neighborhood that was like one of the richest neighborhoods in Pittsburgh. So like uh, Bill Cower owned a house down the street. Wow. And because we were living housekeeper, and they brought the kid along me, so we're living in this really rich neighborhood in Pittsburgh. So I went to this really really nice elementary school. Like we first grade, we had an art class with a different teacher, and we had a kiln. Like we made a stuff. A kiln. That's What's where, that? like, if you put something together with pottery, that's where it gets hard. It's like a big oven. Oh, okay. Yeah. This, yeah. This school is legit. Yeah. We had. A, we <laughs> had a, to teach you about kilns. I don't pottery. Know to, yeah. We had a music class. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know, I'm not making this up. We had a music class where we would sing. Yeah. And the teacher would give progress reports on how our vocal cords were developing. Oh my to god. To our parents. This is first this sounds grade. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So this is we should be president. Yeah. Right. We just. We just saying 50 nifty united states right. in my music and this class. is, yeah. That's this is public school it's yeah. just public school in a very rich well yeah neighborhood. public school in high-end areas right. yeah, it's private school private. yeah because yeah. exactly. the, the community is exactly private. to get into the community <laughs> yeah. it's private and zoltan for some yeah. reason right and then so uh, after, and you're still learning english yeah i'm learning english and then doing these other classes and uh, so what are the kids like to you they're pretty friendly. The, the so the daughter of my mom's boss was other my than Simon. Age. Simon and you were cool. Simon and I are cool. But <laughs> this was this actually made it easy. Uh, my mom's boss had a daughter my age, and we were in the same grade. So we not only mm-hmm. did we live together in the same house, but we also had the same classroom. So we were already friends. And so like that. Did kinda they like made, call you guys brother and sister? Yeah, they thought we were brother and sister. Would she but, be like, he's not my brother, or she'd be cool? And we're like, yeah, whatever. No, we like we always made it clear like we're not related. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even though stop never, saying that. So yeah. tell try to get some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're related. <laughs> Five more years, I'm going after that. <laughs> Let's just be clear. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like, like we always got along. I never remember arguing. Uh, we were always friends. Uh, she would play with her Barbies. We'd play together. So she had Barbies and I had pro wrestlers. Yeah. So like Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan would so, be playing with like go, go Barbie and, and Ken. Stuff. Yeah, we'd, we'd, it would all be like a whole. So all the things you still currently love. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barbie and pro wrestling. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was all still the same. But uh, yeah, so so for the most part, are you getting bullied? Are the kids cool no, with you? No, everyone was super nice. What about you, Chinadu? When you're like those young elementary school, Did I years? get bullied in school. Like, what were the kids like as far as like? Uh, well, you know? I had a I had a funny name, so I got bullied. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. you just call me like Chinadudu. Chinadu. <laughs> <laughs> Chinna uh, that even invented. They should have stopped with Chinna Doo Doo. Chinna Don't. Chinna Don't. And I was like, man, look, guys, I wouldn't get mad because they'll make fun of me. It just wasn't original. original. They kept nah. saying the same thing. I was like, all right, man, just something to do, please. Chinna Doo Doo is good, though. Yeah, oh, that, that was As far great. as child and soul. Chinna come up with the best words. It, it was classic, yeah, yeah. man. I was, my my yeah. kids, uh, my, uh, I always got crusting. Crusted. Crusted. I used to have a, in, you know that dad joke I do, right? Tell my friends I have a dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Levon, I did it. I did it on stage tonight for the sound check. Oh, you did? That's oh, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It did not sound right like on point. You. Someone told me you did it right on point. Yeah, I'm very flattered. Levon <laughs> and Chucky's actually the same person. Chucky was Levon's. Okay. Uh, That's what I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember the names of right, your black right. friends in the joke, so I said like Jamal. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I couldn't and remember. Levon had he had like this thing. I don't know why, but he had like it's like. Cresting around his lips, yeah. Or <laughs> but he was so funny. It's so and so. Well, he used to like tease. She, I used to call him Crusty the Clown. Yeah, <laughs> he was so funny though. Yeah, yeah it was me. Jalen's the meanest. I've never kids are mean. Kids I've never are mean, been hurt man. like yeah. that. Yeah. And either you got to fight or you got to be funny. You just yeah. got to get funny too. That's why yeah. I was like, look, man, I am too skinny to fight. Yeah. I'm new to the school. I'm gonna have to learn how to write jokes or something. I was funny, <laughs> and then I helped kids with their homework. That too. That too. Oh, you were the smart one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Well, yeah. When I went to a port, when I was so this, well, I grew up in a I, like, it's somewhere between like ghetto and blue collar. Okay. Like it's yeah. somewhere in. It's not. Yeah, it's it, working it, class. It, it was actually it was it blue was, ghetto. Yeah, it was blue ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was because, and actually, what it was was there. It was a mix of blue collar and then like the bad, bad neighborhood where I was at. Also went to my school, so right, that's okay. what like you couldn't you couldn't ride bikes to my school because bikes kept getting stolen. Mm. Like you couldn't. Right. <laughs> so you, bikes got stolen with people on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't. Uh, you we couldn't uh, play uh, tackle football or first you couldn't play tackle football and then they wouldn't let you play touch football. As uh. soon as you caught it, you had to stop because. A fights kept breaking out like wow. just like they like touch you and then it turned yeah. into a big it's college fight. rules yeah <laughs> uh so like at, when i went to that school i was the smartest kid in the school yeah. i got yeah. like every award you could get Feels i was great, like yeah right? yeah and then we went so my the neighborhood that i grew up had 21st street and it was like the tracks like yeah. there was the other side of the tracks and we merged with all the money and then i was the definition of mediocre in yeah. middle school it's not like, like the eight mile yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you, as soon as we kind of broadened our perspective, yeah. I was a, I was a B average student. Right. But oh, in yeah. elementary school, it was like, hey, I could be kind of funny, surprisingly funny, and then I would help kids with their homework that needed a little bit of help, which yeah. meant I cheated on tests with them. But I, did, I Pretty didn't much. get bullied as much. Yeah, <laughs> they called me Crustin less, yeah. which was nice. I'll take it. That, that, no, really, t- like helping kids on their homework helped me get bullied less. Like my, my head is huge. Yeah. And it's always been huge. So it was this size in third when I was grade. little, <laughs> like a strong wind, and I would just, like lose my balance just, a little bit. Just doo just out there. Just, just, big just head. always built like a toddler. All oh, man, <laughs> like as you're, you know, you know, toddlers they have those big heads and yeah. small bodies. Yeah, just bobbleheads. Yeah, man. Yeah. As soon as I got to high school, I was like, around out there playing yeah. wall ball. <laughs> I, like, I need to do shoulders <laughs> to gain my balance. Yeah, we got to get shoulders in. There. <laughs> 
Did you part start playing sports young? Because you like play basketball and stuff, yeah, you? Yeah, I started playing basketball. Just that was like, the other thing, that you can make friends with sports. Oh, sports is a beautiful thing. Yeah. It teaches you how to make friends, leadership, yeah. how Unless to you suck. fail. Right. Yeah. Unless you suck, too. Well, that actually helps to, with leadership. To learn. It teaches you you're not a leader. So go follow that guy. Real talk. Yeah. You find out through you sports. You find a pecking order. Am Listen, I a role player yeah. or am I a When star? he gets right. four fouls, you got to go in and hack a little yeah. while. <laughs> you you learn your place through you sports. Gotta right. You okay. got to roll. You got to roll. I'm yeah. a bench player. <laughs> got it. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, in life, I may not be. Sports will teach you anything in life. Everything. Yeah. 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 You yeah. just got to apply it on yeah. your way out. No, so I'm with you. you. Know? So, yeah, I play sports. Uh, I play basketball. That was like my number one sport. I was pretty good at, I was pretty good at football, man. Yeah. This is how much bullying will affect you, right? I was pretty good at football, like, in middle school, like, playing flag and stuff. Yeah. Just like a natural quarter. I could really pass the ball, like, basketball, too. But I got called big head so much. <laughs> I was terrified of going out for tackle football because I was like, what if the helmet don't fit? <laughs> wow. And I got to get a special helmet. I won't what? be able to live it. I can't start high school wearing a special what helmet. What if they got to bring it? Like what a, if I got, what like, do they have like some kind of try on the helmet ritual and like all that, the whole team is they there. gotta bring in like, that like that. oh man uh, put like, it that's on super, put it on that's super funny but that is such a child fear yeah. real talk yeah. Yeah. Like that. I don't wanna get that Rick that Moranis like, Spaceballs helmet right <laughs> you know oh. I was like I am not put on the helmet I remember <laughs> I was I was weirded out so hard yeah cause I have a big head and cause I'm shorter my friends were like, I had a buddy who was, he's 6'4 now, but he was probably six foot when yeah. we started freshman ball yeah. in high school. And we wore the same size helmet. Yeah. And he wore a large, and so did I. Yeah. And, but I was like six inches, seven inches shorter yeah. than him. And I was just like, this doesn't make sense. So I can't imagine, like, you're yeah. a taller person. You're like, they're not going to have a helmet big enough for me. I just assumed <laughs> everybody wore the same size helmet and they was going to have to find a special one oh, yeah. for your boy. I met my brother. There was, I knew a guy named Arthur that went to the same high school as me and he was the first person I bet that had a bigger head than me. And, and I was so football? happy. No, he didn't play football. Uh, I was just so happy he went to the yeah. school. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at this. I wasn't the big head guy now anymore. Yeah. Just... You ever see like a, you know how like like a guy who's like huge, like weight wise, and they see a bigger person. They yeah. Who's am I? Yeah. Like, you so, did that with your head. Finally. Well, because they have like all these stockpile fat jokes. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just in the pocket, ready <laughs> to. Like, Look at that head. They're like, I'm I can't. <laughs> I can't say that to Chinadu because Arthur. Arthur is the king big head. Right, man. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, big head woes, man. Wow. Dude, king, it's that stuff so brutal. I I quit wrestling junior year in high school. Yeah. You know, it was pretty good. Like, I was doing well. Yeah, uh, like I Like, I quit because I had a bad breakout of acne on my back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I couldn't get in the singlet bro, in front of my school anymore. That stuff messes with you, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want them to see it. I don't know. Right. No, I guess I'll just give up on my goals. <laughs> I, I didn't want it because people will go out to our wrestling matches yeah. and I'm getting down there in that little singlet and I'm yeah. like nah I got it's pretty bad back in my back knee it's, it's not looking I'm gonna, I'm gonna just I'm gonna not do this my, my I'm gonna go get brother, a job he's I in, got a job he's in high, like he, this reminded me of like how stressful it was and how sweaty and uncomfortable I was in high school 
my brother he's a sweet kid he's in high school now and he's been breaking out in hives yeah. just when he gets nervous uh -huh. and so they've been giving him like uh you know uh, whatever like a pill or something yeah a pill that's for allergies yeah like claritin or whatever yeah, claritin. yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens yeah. but it's not allergies it's giving it to him it's like just being weirded out in public situations yep. wow that and happened so to me. anxiety yeah. is real man yeah anxiety yeah. is real and i was relating to him and i was like dude that would happen except i would just start pouring sweat <laughs> Well, I would be in yeah. class for no reason. Yeah. I would just be like, why yeah. am I weirded out? And I would just feel like sweat g going down my ribs and stuff. You just feel like everybody's staring at you, right? Yeah. 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 Man, another big head story, right? <laughs> <laughs> so many big head I stories. Just I, like I just remember them now, And by man. the way, I It's like wanna, I pushed them out of my head. I want to say, your head perfectly fits your body now. Now. Yeah. yeah. I had to work very hard to catch <laughs> no, my body up, You man. paid your dues. You're like a beautiful you man now. Man, I had it's to not, catch my yeah. body up, bro. I, my body was skinny. You're that level of like beauty that like Zoltan and I like. There's a couple of comics. Zoltan's that a gorgeous man. Zolt you too, Dust. Yeah, well, that's very nice I of you. I want to kiss you both right now. That's right. <laughs> but like Turn sometimes, some, okay. sometimes as a comic, you'll just be, you look at you and you're like, that ain't. You can't be good looking and funny. That's and not then fair. you go be funny and then we hate you. <laughs> yeah, that's like, my oh, oh, so you're do Jeff Keith. Uh, Jeff, who else that's do my I boy. Got? Jeff is Jeff funny. Jeff Die. Jeff Die. Jeff Die is a beautiful Jeff man. There's a couple Jeffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime where they're like good looking, and he, he was just here. Mal Hall. Mal Hall's a good Mal's a beautiful man. Too tall to be funny. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> watch this guy, Bob. Watch this. Go watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's a big head story. All right. <laughs> oh, that's right. This, this is a real thing. Okay. So, uh, I, I knew I knew my boy Marcel. Right. He yeah. was a basketball team. Always make fun of me, right? He was running for prom king, and I knew he was. I, I know I'm gonna run against. Like I know he's gonna win, but he didn't know. I went to the elementary school, middle school, and high school. Yeah. So I knew everybody at the high school just because I've been around for so long sure. in, that, in that city. And then he knew like all the cool people, but I, I knew them exactly. But yeah. I knew the nerds because I was like have the HSA classes sometimes. I right. knew everybody. I just hung out with everybody, right? Right. So I ran one, right? You won. <laughs> one. Yeah, but which was my oh, fear. Me, I'm sorry. That was my fear, though. You dropped like ten f bombs. Have Why you? do you apologize now? Right. I'm so sorry. That was only your third. It's your second or third. And uh, eight, no less than eight, bro. The, they bring out the crown. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna look too small. <laughs> <laughs> they bring out the crown, bro. Right. And they're like, they're, they crown, they crown my whole girl Danielle. Right. They give her a little princess thing. I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I take it and I like I put it I like I try to put it on I like put it aside I take quick, I hold it like this like eh, take a picture I take it off like y'all wear it man <laughs> this is our win baby this is <laughs> our win so everybody in my high school took a picture of the crowd it was actually a beautiful thing everybody was prom king that day so everybody, like the, everybody like got a picture with it it was great what were you my, my question because one of the things that I'm always most interested in is when folks immigrate into the states like there's always, I mean, because you mentioned earlier, your parents were super strict. Yeah. There's always, I think, contrasting parenting styles. For and sure. that, some of that has to do with where you land, too, because you can go around the country and you, you can be like in Birmingham or Dallas or Philadelphia and San Diego, Seattle. There's going to be different parenting philosophies right. everywhere you go in mm -hmm. that. So in the communities that you land, you know, what do your parents kind of think of like the other parents and how they're raising their kids? Are they not hard enough? Are they too loose? They, right. you know, whatever it may be. Right. I mean, um, for the most part, from what I remember, it was weird, like, because, like, in my house was Nigeria, but right outside that door was America, right? Right. And so, 
Like, I lived on a street where it was just super diverse. Like, one of my best friends, Joseph, his he was uh, Korean, mm-hmm. right? And his parents were super strict, like my parents. So we connected on that level, right? Right. And I had, like, a lot of friends in the same neighborhood who were, like, just, you know, black dudes from America. Right. And we connected because the world treated us the same. Mm. Even though in my house, it was more similar to what Joseph was going through than what they were going through. You know what right. I'm saying? So, right. it, it, yeah. So, like, the parenting. So, I would, like, mm. go hang out my boy's Levon house, who he had, like, a broken, you know, like, a more broken home. Right. Uh, his dad wasn't there, whatever. He was living with his grandparents, you know. Right. Um, and I will see that dynamic. Now, I go to my boy's Chris's house, who's also black, but he had, like, a, you know, mom and dad, regular family, but they were right. more lenient with, mm. like, you know, and more trust. Right. And, but it, my house was, like, very strict. Be home by eight. Right. So when the sun down, you better be in the house. Same right. thing with Joseph, like grades were so important like they would throw away his video games in the trash if he got bad grades and then I would go into the trash and take them <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Joseph what's wrong my dad doing my video games oh really yeah which trash yeah exactly. like is it on the street yeah. or did he go to so or was that his work I already got y'all take him yeah he'll come to my house later plays dude with I him. got Donkey Kong Country yeah. I got that <laughs> He's like, I want to go first. Like, hey, Joseph, these aren't your games no more. <laughs> these, these are my games. These are Chinadu's right. games. Now. You will Thank go what we tell you. Your you turn. see the Sharpie? It's says right. Chinadu on this. It's not. So it was just. Uh, yeah, so it, did you find yourself friends-wise attracted mm-hmm. more to friends that were like kind of had a similar home life as you or more the opposite? Or like. I um, just kind of really just, just, was just open. Yeah, I just enjoyed them all. Like really just like I liked having friends that just brought different things to the right, table because I just right. took from everybody I just learned a lot right. and, you know just yeah yeah I think that's the same when I so when I like was in elementary school most of the families that I was around were all broken and mm-hmm. it was like hey which one parent do you have right like I just got it I was the minority because I had a dad right like in that like most everyone uh, else had their moms everyone else had their right. you don't yeah. you don't meet people that were raised by single dads that often you right. know right. so right. we would make a complete oh. family right 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 well I had my dad that's and my so, uncle like, hey man your dad uh, he <laughs> likes bowling too yeah <laughs> how about my dad should... meet your mom I right. mean who knows mm-hmm. you know it was actually my uncle so I was raised by my dad and my uncle nice. and my his brother and my uncle was like more like the like uh, hey what's uh what's Tommy's mom up to tonight <laughs> and you're like I don't I don't know but, uh, hey uh, put him a good word for me when you, you live, go over you lived yeah. real life two and a half men yeah exactly that's, yeah, that's all I'm saying I'm like, yo, that's a yeah. show yeah. And then my poor sister, my poor sister. My uncle, I love my uncle, Uncle Butch, yeah. uh, who, like, close your eyes and imagine Uncle Butch. That's yeah. him. And uh, he was, like, I was thinking about this earlier today because like, he was, like, he was one of those guys who was, like, really open-minded, but, like, as far as, like, you know, racial and politically, he was very yeah. open-minded, but he, he lacked tact. Like, he would just say the wrong things a lot. Yeah. Like, I remember for a while, he was dating a black woman, and, uh-huh. like, she, like, I just woke up one morning, and she was at our house. Yeah. And I was like, all right, so Cheryl slept over. Yeah. And he's like, hey, <laughs> Dustin, come on in here. Cheryl's cooking grits. This is what black people eat. And I was like, <laughs> That's funny. I like much. <laughs> but, you know, so he was open-minded yeah. enough to, like, date a black girl and eat grits, but he lacked the tact to be like, you don't say this yeah. is what black people eat. But that's, eat. like, what, like, all... I feel like our parents kind of had some of that. That's the thing. My, my uncle and my dad were raised in small town, rural Oregon. Yeah. They were yeah. like, just, you know, just a different. Yeah. Like, my dad was super open-minded, you know, but sometimes he would say things and he don't realize what. I remember one time, <laughs> like, he thought everybody who cut him off was Mexican. 
Yep. He thought yep. if you cut them off, you have to be a Mexican. Right. So we're, we're driving to school one day. I don't even know that stereotype. Right. By the way. Yeah. That's, I think he got it wrong. I'm like, who real. told you that? It's, you got it. Anyway. So this this car cuts him off. He's like, I bet you say it's a Mexican that cut me off. And we catch him <laughs> to the car. And this is other Nigerian living neighborhoods. Like, oh, hey, Chico, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> it's just like it's just other Nigerian. <laughs> I had that experience as an adult when I worked at the mechanic shop a few years ago and my father-like figure, Daryl Jones, who's a classic American redneck, we're dri- I'm driving and there's like a merging situation coming yeah. and he just looks over and goes, watch out for this Mexican. <laughs> And that was the whole line. And I go, yeah. well, he's just merging like right. everybody exactly. else. But exactly. because he was Mexican, he might have just gone, whoa. Oh, <laughs> and just swiped us all out. Like, uh, and he's just merging like everybody you else. You catch that. I remember I had this in, back when I was working at the rec center. We had this woman who came up and complained one day. And she was all upset that some people were swimming in their full clothes. Like The rule is you're supposed to swim in your swimwear or whatever. Right. And you're not supposed to swim in cotton. Mm-hmm. And and the re- reason for that is because cotton can get like in the filter and stuff. Right. And we remember talking to her. She's like, you know what? Like, uh, like it's not really that big of a deal. It's like 108 today. Mm-hmm. Pool's open. We're letting people swim because it was folks kind of who come from City Heights yeah, or whatever. It's hot. Yeah, it's yeah. hot. We're letting them swim. You know, like, there's not really a lot of disease in there. She's like, well, if anybody would have disease, it was the immigrants. Oh. And I was like, and the way she sit, hit immigrant, yeah. I was like, you might she as well hit all the syllables. You might as well yeah, have said yeah. a racial slur. Immigrants. Immigrants. She called them immigrants. Immigrants. Them damn immigrants. Isn't it such an interesting yeah. word that you she's can like be like pulling out a hey. red hat from her purse as, as she's <laughs> saying it like, like i can say to you yeah. like to your face like hey your mom is an immigrant right yeah. and your parents are immigrants yeah. right like now if anyone has disease it's the immigrants immigrants yeah. it's never it's yeah. rarely what you say is how you say yeah exactly 100 well we're starting to wrap here what i wanted what i wanted to kind of end with um because there's a thousand questions that I would have on this. Um, but thinking about like your chil- your childhood, thinking about your parents, thinking about the way they raised you, thinking about like how, you know, uh, you know, your peers treated you. Um, cause it seems like, you know, some of it was kind of normal, but then at the same time, you obviously knew culturally you were bringing something else to the table than right. a lot of your peers. Yeah. Do you feel like, I mean, of course it is. The answer is obviously yes, but like specifically, Think about like I'm curious if you're like okay how did this shape me as a person you know how did me this shape me as a comic and then I also am curious like you know as a current dad like how do you think like this is gonna shape me as like a future parent you know like am I gonna oh, do- <laughs> well, not to not to well I mean uh, not to get too down the road for you no, but no, specifically but that's just like deep yeah, yeah like yeah. just personally and you know like how it led you into comic and like okay is this gonna be is it gonna be a, exactly what my parents did or is it gonna be a merge of kind of what my parents did yeah. be curious to hear you guys kind of thoughts on that um i just think like well as a person i think like just being having immigrant parents um i think it just shaped me it just kind of gave me like a more of a diverse view of how the world works and mm. I just think I grew I was like more mature than a lot of my peers right growing up so I think just cause you had a bigger understanding of the yeah, world yeah 100% like I just yeah now nah, it wasn't so local yeah right so I knew the world was a very big place a lot right. of kids don't even understand how big the world is my parents came is. from Africa exactly <laughs> this is not I'm not from this country right, technically right. but you know my parents so um I think so that helped a lot and it just really gave me, like, you know, just knowing my parents, the whole beginnings they come from. Right. Right. You, that kind of shapes your personality, too, sure. the way you treat people and stuff like that. I think as a comic, 
I think the more cultures you're exposed to, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, having Nigerian parents had me, for example, with the story about, like, my Korean friend uh, relate to him, like, be best friends with a lot of different people. Right. I think that helps you as a comic just because you kind of understand how a lot of cultures think and mm-hmm. move. So you don't really have to, like, when I write jokes, I'm not thinking, okay, well, this is the black comedy club joke. This is my white comedy club <laughs> jokes. I just write jokes yeah. and... This is my For improv reason, joke. A lot of people, this is my comedy union yeah, joke. Yeah, no matter what my, room I'm in. Exactly. No matter yeah. what room I'm in, you know. This is my I'll act. get I'll get laughs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that helps in a way. As a parent, I think... Uh, I know that's down the road for you. Yeah. No, you never know. Things, accidents happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, as a parent, I think my mom and dad were so different. My dad was like just super chill. He was relaxed. He was pretty strict himself but nothing compared to my mom right and she had like a more like aggressive approach right and so you know depending on like my girlfriend right now she had like good cop bad cop yeah Yeah. for sure but and I I would rather be the good cop but it really depends on who you're having a kid with right like my girl she's such a nice person right that would have to be the bad cop right or we're gonna get ran over right you know what I'm saying so like which I'm not looking forward to being a backup right but if I have to you know it is what it is but you know so I kind of see that dynamic right yeah it's weird I hear you yeah in our house we, my wife and I go back and forth my house had one cop we didn't have a good cop bad cop my dad had to be both cops yeah Uh, (laughs) he's like so what do you think officer Dickerson well I think yeah he was like the Lego (laughs) head the Lego head he would just switch between good cop and bad cop uh but yeah, my uh, in our house, my wife and I just kind of go back and forth, which I think might be okay, and yeah. that it keeps the kids on their toes. So like, who's gonna right? be mean tonight? Yeah. I don't know. No, one hundred percent. It depends who. It depends who slept better last night. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> like my mom would steal my cha- my dad's chances of yeah. being mean. Like once, my mom, my sister, she lied about having school. Yeah. And she told my dad she had uh, she had school, but it was like a a, a pupil you know, pupil day or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. My dad's a social worker, so he had a, a case at that same high school my sister went oh, to. No. So he went up there. My, my sister wasn't there, and you know it looks bad. Social worker don't know where this kid is. Yeah. Right? So my dad comes home. He's like, he told my mom like, "Honey, uh, don't get mad, but Amaka wasn't at school. When she gets here, let me handle it." <laughs> And I'm here like, oh, I pop popcorn. Let's pop be good. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad, he was going to have like this calm speech, right? You, it's so fun when your, your oh, siblings get in great, trouble. right? My sister walks in. She's in uniform still. <laughs> my dad's like, so uh, how was school? <laughs> he never <laughs> asks us how was he school. Sold it. <laughs> and so she was like, uh-uh. uh, she looked at me. I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> 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 and she was like, uh, it was good. And before my dad could say another word, my mom was like, you didn't go to school. <laughs> so I was like, just, just dragging her upstairs. <laughs> my dad was like, ah, oh, it's my third. <laughs> yeah, so. That's phenomenal. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> it's okay. What about you, Zoltan? I, uh, I kind of, I liked my upbringing because it was so different. Uh, we lived in the rich, we were poor in Hungary. We were rich in Pittsburgh. And then we were poor again in San Diego. <laughs> so, so, like, and where I, were you living in San Diego? Were you guys in a house, apartment, trailer? What were you in? San Diego, we first lived in Ranch Bernardo, so we were middle class. Right. And then we moved to San Marcos, where we were a single wide trailer 
I went to the poorest elementary school, which was all Mexican kids and me. And that's where I learned that, like... Zoltano. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's where I learned about property taxes, meaning how good your school is. Right. So, like, that's why kids that grow up in a rich school, and they <laughs> like, go, I don't know why these poors can't get themselves out of their situation. Right. It's why like these poors? Because you don't... You know, in one situation... You went I to had, the school, I like, had, where's the pottery class? Right, yeah, we had a pottery <laughs> class. So I, I learned a lot of... Uh, I learned that, like, I learned about property taxes. Like, where if you lived in the rich neighborhood, you went to a really nice school and then when you lived in the poor neighborhood those schools sucked and those kid, those teachers cared more about surfing than they did about teaching you long division yeah and so it wasn't surprising. all the analogies were right. surf based like if you have to swim out one mile well how often do you use long division <laughs> that's very true but you surf a lot and to this day i don't know how and um but, but yeah, so I like that upbringing because it taught me you get to experience different things instead right. of just growing up poor and going, well, this is how I feel about the rich or growing up rich and go, well, those poor people aren't doing enough to bring them out. It's like one's given too many tools and too many options and told they're too special and the other side isn't getting anything. <clears throat> and and so, do you feel like that kind of shapes your comedic voice in some ways? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it helps me relate to everybody. I can right. make uh, people with uh, with money giggle and then I can make poor people giggle because it's like, dude, I grew up. I grew up. Look at me now. Yeah, I'm getting paid eight hundred dollars this weekend. Yeah, yeah. if I'm lucky. But (laughs) but the the point is, like, I lived. It was interesting living as a kid in a rich neighborhood, but still being poor. Right. Like my first bike, I was living in a a semi mansion, and my first bike was donated by the neighbors, because their kid got old Mm. older for it, but they knew that my mom was the housekeeper and poor, so my first bike was a hand me down. My first bike was stolen. <laughs> See, and I was still that's, lucky because I never had anything. Stolen. By a kid who then rode it to school the next day, and I was like, "That's my bike, man!" But I couldn't do anything about it. Wow! And you never got it back? Nah. You didn't tell nah. your dad? Yeah, I did, but he's like, "Yeah, the wrong family stole your bike, buddy." <laughs> but there's nothing we could do about that. Well, he's got your Dustin license plate yeah, on Creston. the back. Creston. Creston. <laughs> my dad had it custom made. What about what about and we can end with this? What about like you're you're gonna thought of like okay you're gonna be a parent someday? I would love them to have some form of the diverse upbringing that I did, right? Because I don't I don't think it's not the healthiest just to grow up in the same neighborhood in the same house for eighteen years. I mean that sounds like the ideal situation, but at the same time, like what do you learn? Right. All the kids you went to elementary school with were there at your graduation. Is that right. great? Is that good? Mm. I don't know. I think it's good to grow up in different, you know, grow, live in a rich neighborhood for a little while. I mean, it's like, who's, who's going to be able to do that? Right. But right, some right. form of like. like listen, uh, kids, I'm going to get some money yeah. and then I'm going to blow it. But right. it's for your good. Yeah. We're going to start in a four bedroom. <laughs> then we're going to end up in a studio. But boy, is you're going to be so good for it. <laughs> Your letter that you're going to send to UCLA for acceptance is going to cry. Everybody it's going to be on fleek. They're going <laughs> to weep. It's not even going to be close. They can't get it, they can't wait to hear you. Yeah, so just just like it's important to travel, I would hope to when I have kids one day to give them some cor- some kind of like diverse upbringing to where yeah. We're not just in the same neighborhood. We do a little bit of everything. <laughs> well, I, I, I know your mom, and I appreciate your mom. I, I particularly, you do the bit, but it's, I think it's true. Your mom's, I'm always interested in your mom's theories or, like, perspective on, like, uh, 
like almost kind of like weird American stuff, like conspiracy theories. Oh yeah, yeah. She like, doesn't buy her, into it. What, yeah. What, what's her one on like chemtrails? My, my favorite one. We were at a dinner and there was a guy who was big into chemtrails. Which are like the yeah, things the, that airplanes yeah, leave. Apparently, the government's poisoning us by putting poison in the air to keep us dumb and docile and to keep us from succeeding in life. And then later, my mom—I explained that to my mom because she didn't get it what he was talking about. And, and my mom, after five seconds of listening to it, goes, "Oh, the rich people don't breathe this air." <laughs> and I go, "Wow, you just blew up that theory in five seconds." I—I I, I never knew what to say to those people. And my mom, like that, goes, "Yeah, rich people breathe the same air, and they're kicking ass." <laughs> Obviously, you're wrong. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you have not done so already, please rate and subscribe. Follow us on all the social medias and share with all of your friends. Also, if you want to shoot us a note, uh, you can email us at don'tmakemecomebacktheir at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you have not done so already, please go back and listen to all the episodes we've done before. Thanks so much, everybody.